everyone, this is Mr. Kiss, and this is our fifth and final podcast in our unit on quadrilaterals. This lesson will feature squares and the hierarchy of quadrilaterals. To access the applet that goes along with this podcast so that you can follow along with me, please go to our Google Classroom page, scroll down to Module 5 entitled Squares, and click on the link titled GeoGebra Exploration Squares. This will take you to the GeoGebra site that has the applet for you to make your observations on squares and follow along with me. Once you've opened the GeoGebra site, you will see that there are two squares on your screen. Most of this information should not be new to you as you've been seeing squares since you were in elementary school. We know that they have four sides. We know that all four sides are the same. We all know that all four angles are the same, that they're all 90 degrees. What I want you to do, though, is make the new connections. Let's look at all the characteristics that you can see in these pictures. We see that all four sides are congruent. We see that all four angles are congruent. We also see in the second square that the diagonals are perpendicular and that they bisect each other and that they are congruent. So there's a lot going on here. I want you to take a second and think to yourself about why this is true and how this works in the hierarchy of the other quadrilaterals that we've talked about in these podcasts. To see if your thoughts were correct, let's review what we know about each of the quadrilaterals that we've talked about so far in this unit. We know that parallelograms have two parallel opposite sides. We know that we have two congruent opposite sides and two congruent opposite angles. We know that the angles are also, when they are consecutive, they are supplementary, and that the diagonals bisect one another in a parallelogram. Do all of these characteristics hold true for the squares that you're looking at? Which you should answer here is yes, and they do. This means that a square is a parallelogram. Next, let's talk about rectangles. We knew that the rectangles had also had all of the characteristics of a parallelogram, but that in addition to it, rectangles have four congruent angles and that the diagonals are congruent. Is this true about a square? which you should have answered here once again is yes. The square has all of the characteristics of a rectangle as well. Our diagonals are congruent and all of our angles are congruent as well. The next thing is, as we talked about, was our rhombi. And the rhombi have four congruent sides, their diagonals are perpendicular, and the diagonals bisect opposite angles. If you look at the two squares, these are all true in those as well. So what we notice is that a square is a parallelogram, a rectangle, and a rhombus. What I would like you to do next is to take that idea and draw out a diagram that shows the hierarchy of how these things flow together. At the top of your diagram, 
I would like you to draw a quadrilateral, just a normal, regular, four-sided shape, and then from work your way down to more and more specific and more and more characteristics till you get to the square at the bottom. Please take a few seconds now to try to put this together. What you should have made is something like a flowchart that leads from quadrilaterals down to parallelograms, and then there should be a split because rectangles and rhombi do not share characteristics from one another, so they're not in a linear flow, but rather a split. And then below that, both of those shapes, the rhombi and the rectangle, lead into the square because the square has the characteristics of everything above it. This shows how all of our quadrilaterals are connected in this unit. This concludes our podcast. Thank you for listening to all five. I hope you learned a lot and that you now understand how all of the quadrilaterals in the parallelogram wing all relate to one another. Thank you for listening.